0: Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip and commentary. You can't beat the sound of a contented cat.
1: These were people living extraordinarily plush lives, endless money, people with yachts in Spain and villas, and for somebody like him, that's the attraction. And that's, of course, how they got people through greed, and it is also a desire to be somebody, and the Ginhans offered a route to being somebody to a lot of people, but they had to pay something as well. That was this blind loyalty and be willing to commit violence against people.
0: I'm Nicola Tallant. And you're listening to Crime World, a podcast about criminals, drugs and the sins of the underworld in Ireland and across the globe. A hitman desperate to become part of the Kinnahan organization tried to kill the monks brother John and another relative to pay off a drug debt and ingratiate himself in the mob. Michael Carroll got 22 years in prison for the ruthless assassination attempts, one of which was caught on CCTV despite pleading guilty to his crimes. Today, I'm talking with Niall Donald about the tragic death of John Hutch, who family and friends blame on the Kinahan organisation, and about the paranoid existence he was forced to lead in the run-up to it. This is Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. I don't know do people realise, but the I think the wider Hutch... Family and associates would actually see Johnny Hutch's death as being as a direct result of Daniel Kinnahan and the Kinnahan organization. Um, while I think an inquest found that he died from serious head injuries after a fall in his home, it was the run-up to that time that sort of the, the fear he was feeling, the paranoia, he had escaped a number of hit attempts, and they had left their mark on him. Yeah, I
1: mean, it, the, the family was his. His own family was absolutely devastated by the feud. Um, his son Garrett was shot dead. Uh, his other son Jonathan narrowly escaped with his life in Majorca when uh, ultimately Trevor O'Neill was shot dead in a case of mistaken identity. And um, he had survived a couple of attempts on his on his life. John Hutch, um, he was he's Jerry Hutch's older brother certainly would have been, uh, you know, not a name that was ringing out. But I think it's uh, what happened was, as we know now with the Regency Hotel, there was a number of cars were used as a getaway from the scene. And John Hutch was blamed by the Kinnahans, uh for being one of them drivers. Now, nobody, in we've all both sat through the Regency Hotel trial, his name never came up no. uh, during it. There was no... Evidence given either way. Um, He obviously lived in a place because we've seen loads of CCTV in in the other cases involving him. No CCTV or anything like that was ever came forth to connect Jonathan Hutch to that. Being Mm -hmm. one of them get... Or John had been yeah. being one of the getaway drivers, yet he, he did receive the blame and he became a target for the Kinahans.
0: Yeah. I mean, so this week, Michael Carroll, a gunman, was jailed for 22 years, and Justice Tony Hunt in the court sort of, you know, basically heard how he had been recruited by the Kinnahan organization to kill because he owed them a debt. Yeah. And he was this sort of chaotic character. Dangerous. Dangerous character. Dangerous I mean. character. And um he targeted John Hutch at his home um at Drummoley Avenue on the North Circular Road on September 2nd, 2016. Now, John Hutch had returned from collecting a daughter who I think has some intellectual disabilities and was coming for a visit to the house. At this point, Gareth was only Munstead. Um Gareth Hutch had approached a local politician just in the week and the days before his murder and asked to be moved because he had a young son who used to come and visit him and he was afraid for his life. Uh, what emerged was Gareth Hutch, unknowns to him, was um, targeted by a neighbour, yeah. Johnny Kyo, an INLA hitman who had taken the money from the Kinehans. And had sort of lured his own sister, Regina Kyo, into this plot to kill. She had given up her home, which was near Gareth Hutch's on in Avondale Road House, is it, or yeah. Avondale House? And she had allowed the, the killers use her apartment to kind of stalk him to watch him through the night. As he went out to his car that morning, they had run at him, shot him, and um and of and course frightening.
1: John Hutch had been uh, He'd been
0: pictured because he carried
1: that coffin, uh, his a, coffin, his son's coffin. His son's coffin. A few months later, he was the target himself. Um, yeah. Michael Carroll got a very hefty sentence: twenty two years. Was
0: Jonathan targeted in the meantime? In between that, was it not August 2016 when he survived that would be hit in um, Majorca?
1: Yes, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So
0: basically, what has sort of happened in between that was that the family were obviously grieving for Gareth and um, their Jonathan Hutch booked a holiday to Majorca mm. to take a break, I presume, from... I mean, the stress of the situation must have been horrendous, having a an international, as we now know, a trans-global billion-euro drug cartel out to kill you. Um, must be pretty stressful. He went on holiday to Majorca. He was walking up the street one evening and had got talking to a man called Trevor O'Neill in the pool during the day. Trevor O'Neill was a council worker. He was there with his family. The scenario always actually was, I was at the scene, but you can just imagine it, those summer holidays with the kids and everybody's scorched during the day. You go up, get changed and go out for dinner and you're headed for one of the many restaurants with the same menus. You know, that kind of a place. Yep. Um, a very typical scene and they were walking up the road and they were talking. and um, the next thing, this gunman came running at them in a hooded uh, in a hooded top and long trousers. I saw the CCTV of that. His name was Glenn Clark. He'd later be killed himself with a self-inflicted gunshot injury. But um, Clark had been flown to the island, an opportunistic um, eyeball had been put on Jonathan Hutch when he arrived in Majorca. He obviously didn't realise at the time that Majorca was a stronghold of the Burn organised crime group headed up by Thomas Bomber Kavanaugh, that they owned properties there, that they were regular visitors there. And he'd basically just been spotted and, and this hitman was sent out to target him. Jonathan saw the hitman coming, probably more alert than anybody else, given what the fact, the fact that his brother had been killed and his family were under fire. And he darted down this laneway and over this gate. Um, and the gunman, they believe in sort of temper yeah. raised the gun and killed, shot dead Trevor O'Neill in front of his wife and children. Yeah. So that happened. And, yeah. and and I mean, Jonathan survived and all the rest of it, but and the trauma obviously for the O'Neill family can't be equated with the survival of somebody yeah. else. But it must have been another great shock for them. Month later, John Hutch arrives back to his house with his daughter who has intellectual disabilities in the car. She's coming for a visit and
1: yeah, Michael Carroll uh, emerged from a car with uh, two handguns uh, discharged. I think it was uh, you know something like twelve shots from yeah. from both of them. Then fled the scene. So John Hutch was very very lucky to to escape with his life. Michael Carroll, the police believe, was directed by a senior member of the some a senior member of the Kinnigan cartel who's currently behind bars for another uh, plot. To kill one of the Hutches. and um, this guy would be associated particularly with the with the burn uh, organized crime wing of the the cartel and then Michael Carroll of course because he got 22 years because it wasn't just for that one offense there was two offenses
0: rolled in um, ultimately in in the other was that he was charged with twice attempting to murder Edward Staunton. On the night of March 26, 2017, at James Joy Street, Dublin 1, and again at Paddock Kearney House, Railway Street, Dublin 1, Staunton is another relative of the Hutch family. Yeah. And those attempts were also believed to be kinahan funded, um, part of this feud, part of this attempt to sort of wipe out, essentially the whole extended family in North inner city.
1: Exactly. And Michael Carroll, like he has, I think it said he had 58 convictions and some of them are for relatively serious offences like robbery and uh, possession of a knife and things like that. But really what, what the evidence given at least, and we haven't heard anything to contradict it, that this is, he was kind of a chaotic criminal who owed a significant amount of money to the, Kinahan organization, and they knew he was capable of 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 shooting at people. They knew he would uh, do that for money, and it it was said in court that he wanted to ingratiate himself with the with with the Basically, yeah. Um,
0: At this point, so he's more than just somebody who owes them a debt. Then he really wants to be part of it. Yeah,
1: yeah. But at this point, as you said, some of the people that they could have relied on to carry out these sort of attacks. Um, weren't there. They would either fled the country or were behind bars or under suspicion. So they started to pick up these guys that really weren't central to the organisation. Also, you had sort of senior lieutenants who over the years had become accustomed not having to do these things themselves, I suppose, Um, that they wanted to direct other people to do them and to keep their hands off.
0: So Carol was kind of like, while he owed a debt, he was also a willing... Uh, oh, totally. A willing participant. He wanted to be part of this. He wanted to be seen as being a Kinahan soldier. Yeah. Um, I think the court heard that his, he's going to need intense help as he tries to rehabilitate and deal with his drug problems. Yeah. But- his sister kind of addressed the court and said that he became somebody she didn't person.
1: know. Yeah, and of course, this is all said in his defence, and and you know, you could argue that it's easy to say that now, but they spoke about his his drug addiction and the impact that had on him, and and the road broke it the family's down.
0: hearts. She said, and I mean, you can totally understand that it would. You can, but
1: in in summation, the judges described him as a ruthless and dangerous gunman who who ran amok basically in the city centre, in particular, talking about. Um, the 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 attempted murder of Mr. Staunton, and he described it as being a, a, a packed place with people around, and that you know he attempted to shoot somebody. Shot Mr. Staunton as he lay on the ground. Mm. So sometimes the evidence from the family might be he's a, you know he's a good guy and you know he went he, down the wrong yeah, road. Yeah, but there's also the the fact the sentence reflects the the. the sheer dangerousness not just of the the shooting on 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 Mr. Hutch but on on, on Mr. And the Staunton CCTV
0: well. on that Staunton case seems to have been so frightening that Justice Tony Hunt said that if this case is appealed that he sort of directed or would would advise yeah. the appeals court to watch the video footage yeah. it is just so shocking that he's lying there waiting for help from an ambulance and your man comes along and
1: yeah so it's not it's it's you know it's he, he I don't think he could be described as somebody who's a kind of a harmless sort of mm. guy roped in to do this and um, he obviously went on the run in the UK as well yeah. and there was a long extradition procedure so I mean he's coming to coming before the courts I mean what is it now is it nearly yeah it's
0: 2023
1: yeah so it's 7 years or so after
0: so I recall at the time of that John Hutch, the attempt on John Hutch's life. I mean, there was many numerous sort of shocking parts of it, including the fact that his daughter had was with him and witnessed it. Yeah. As far as I can recall, she was in the car. Or she was maybe in the yeah. house, but she witnessed it. Um, I recall that. John Hutch had just fitted these bullet-resistant door or something yeah. and managed, despite the fact he was well in his 60s, to sort of dive behind that door. Yeah. And a lot of the bullets sort of ricocheted. Yeah. They're not actually bullet-resistant, or they're not bullet-proof. Yeah, Any of these, nobody's devised bullet-proof windows or anything, but they are bullet-resistant. And that was one of the things that was cited as saving him. But as well at the time, there was... Uh, a couple of sort of senior Kinahan figures in the area. Yeah. And I think Dean Howe was arrested yeah. um, and he was held in custody over here in Store Street, actually, for yeah. a period of time. Yeah. They believed or suspected that he had swallowed a SIM card yeah. before he was arrested. And I think that the uh, Gary Finnegan was believed to have been in the area, it was either sighted or he was picked up on some sort of intel that he was in the area. Now, Gary Finnegan is somebody who has been very close to the Kinnahan, the centre of the Kinnahan organization for a long time. Um, you know, sources would say that he and his cousin Barry Finnegan visited Neddy Hutch yeah. at one point after money had been paid for Gary Hutch's life to yeah. the Kinnahan organization, that they visited Neddy Hutch, told him that the family needed to pay it again, basically, yeah. and put him on the phone to Christy Kinnahan Sr. Yeah. who demanded this money. Um, the Finnegan's, both Barry and Gary, have been very loyal to Daniel Kinnehan. Gary Finnegan is based in Spain, uh, remains there and, you know, holding a senior role, I think really within the Kinnehan organization, was named, arrested during shovel. Yep. Um,
1: Barry Finnegan seems to be in and out a bit more of the country. Um, Dean Howe, who you mentioned, was arrested but never charged, would have been uh, somebody that associated with the the organisation for since his very early days, he was famously a suspect in one of the shooting attempts on Martin the Viper Foley. Again, never charged in connection with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the reports will tell you that uh, as Mar- after Martin Foley was shot and the police arrived at the scene or the emergency services arrived at the scene, he apparently. Uh, described the the gunman as Dean Howe. um but obviously n- he was never charged um but he's currently behind uh, bars serving a serious sentence
0: uh, I think he 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 was caught up in that plot to kill um Hanley yes Gary Hanley Gary Hanley yeah along with Liam Brannigan, Liam
1: Brannigan, and they will be cousins. Uh, they,
0: I was going to say um, they are very tight. They're yeah. very close. So Liam they, Brannigan and Dean Howe.
1: So it's all a, a family mm. connection. So, uh, far. And are they
0: related to the Tom to Freddie
1: Thompson? Well, Liam Brannigan is is cousins of Freddie Thompson. And Dean Howe is a cousin on the uh, other side. Dean Howe is a cousin yeah. on the other side. They're all so cousins. Yeah, and obviously the Burns are cousins of of of, of, of Thompson. Thompson. As well,
0: the family tree there is extraordinary.
1: Yeah, isn't it? it is. It is. So Dean Howe. Um, yeah look he's be, he he would be a trusted person and would have traveled to spain uh, quite a bit when when they were based in in, in portobenoos um so you know
0: i think as well you as you'd say the likes of this michael Carroll, while he's extremely violent yeah. he's a chaotic drug user and all the rest of it it would be unlikely that somebody like him would be sent out on a plot to kill on his own without a sort of no, somebody it's impossible. directing.
1: No, impossible. And they have they have I mean, if look, you can the evidence was given um that that Michael Carroll planted a tracking device under John Hutch's car. So that's the modus operandi mm-hmm. that they had going on, the Kinnan cartel. There was tracker devices put under uh um Michael Gately's car. Mm-hmm. There was other tracking devices used. So this is a sort of a sophisticated operation, Um they were there was two handguns made available to him, and um, you know he was he they knew of John Hutch's movements over a couple of days, so Michael Carroll wasn't the one who 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 was no or
0: who who, who
1: was operating tracking or identified
0: devices. him as
1: a no. as a would be victim. So yeah, so I mean if
0: you heard um, there was a story after that about that Johnny Hutch had been in holidaying in Turkey. And that um, somebody came to the door, and he was terrified. He saw what he thought was a gunman, and he ru- sort of jumped for his life off the um, the off a balcony. Off the balcony.
1: So uh, I mean, that was that was in a number of months later. He was in holidays on Turkey, and um, there was uh, a person over in Turkey, a well-known Dublin criminal um, that we can't go into because he's before the courts, but. Um, John, Johnny Hutch had obviously become paranoid for good reason. Yeah. These attempts had come in his life. Something went on outside his door that caused him to be suspicious and he jumped off the balcony I think in the belief that that Dublin criminal had come to kill him. Um,
0: in, in the fullness of time, people don't believe there was anything in it, but you, it you, just shows, even if there wasn't, it just shows somebody knocks at the door that you were willing to throw yourself off a balcony. That's how you're living. Yeah. and Because and you're so in fear of your life and you're just believing that these Kinahan hit men can come anywhere or anytime. And they are going the to, to come
1: live. In. No, and his, his wife, in her victim impact statement, uh, Vera, Vera spoke about um, being on medication Um but also described herself as paranoid and mm. because of these these hit attempts and believing that it could come back at the beginning and said um her her life will never be the same again uh following all and of that, these incidents yeah. you know
0: and of course, Johnny tragically did fall down the stairs of his home he had i think at his inquest evidence was given that he his life was you know certainly far less than it had previously been. He had suffered problems with his legs and his back. He was on a stick, presumably, from that fall in Turkey, yeah. that he didn't want anyone to see him. Yeah. The day of his death, he went out in the afternoon for a few pints. His wife collected and brought him back to the house. He went up to bed and she was sitting watching television and she heard a thump yeah. out in the hall and she went out. And she initially thought um, he'd... we well, should not know initially and then she saw the blood. Yeah. I think he'd fallen down the stairs and... Yeah hit his head, Um, but yes I think the Hutch, the wider Hutch family believe that that is as good as murder, what happened to him, Yeah, because his life had just literally been completely and utterly taken up with this fear that he was going to be killed and it affected everything Yeah, and and, I mean Can't have been much of a life
1: No, and two of us, two of, of John Hutch's daughters were there in court as well and just the, the impact of them losing, you know, a father. And their brother. A brother, another brother having a threat against his yeah. life. And then, of course, also, you know, the, the fallout within the community them, themselves where, you know, people have been friends with, with people like the Finnegans for, yeah. for so long. Because those Finnegans would have been,
0: they would have grown up with them, like. They would have grown up with them, for sure, you know. And they had um, been in and out of those houses and they knew them and, yeah, they, and they knew and, them and then they were... yeah. And some information back to. Yeah. So, I mean, killed. it's, it's, look, it's, look, it's it's, it's, it's again, it's like we've been speaking about recently this sort of, this, this influence that Daniel Kinahan had on people. We were talking about it recently when we were talking about the boxers. And it's quite extraordinary what people have done in his name and for him. Yeah. It's almost this, it's almost like some sort of a guru. Yeah. That. I mean
1: but I mean if you think of somebody like Michael Carroll who who served periods of time in prison and yeah you know he, he just wanted
0: to be part of the gang
1: well you can see why because yeah. I mean certainly at that stage these were people living extraordinarily plush lives yeah. endless money people with yachts in Spain and villas and you know for somebody like him that's the attraction yeah. to become a really really big shot in his city and to have access to all of this and that's of course how they got people through greed and
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you know you can talk about addiction and of course it's it's fair that he suffered from addiction and um but like you know it is also a desire to 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 be somebody and the kinhun's offered a route to being somebody to a lot of people but they had to pay something as well and that was this uh blind loyalty and you know, be willing to commit violence against people like John Hood, who was a pensioner, really.
0: There's been quite a lot of success as regards murder investigations when it's come to the feud because you don't often see gangland murders getting solved. You no. know I mean, okay, we, we're probably seeing it more and more these yeah. days with use of other charges as opposed to just murder and maybe the development of forensics and the, the phone, you know, yeah. phones seem to catch them again and again, tracker device and stuff like that. But I mean, as regards the feud murders, so from Gareth Hutch, there has been a number of convictions. Yeah. Michael Barr, there has been convictions. Yeah. Um the only one murder that I can see, and maybe I could be corrected, that there has been no arrests, there is no convictions pending. In actual fact, I think there's the the murder investigation has been almost forgotten as Noel yeah. Duggan.
1: Yeah. Um I think like you see a lot of the, the murders are committed in the city centre and CCTV is playing yeah. a huge role, just like the Regency. And on this case yesterday where they had very, you know, clear CCTV of both incidents,
0: Noel Duggan was obviously killed in the kind of a suburban in location. Own, I don't I don't know if it was the location that was the problem with it or recall at the time that yeah when he was shot dead, there was already three murder investigations yep. underway plus the Regency yep. murder investigation. And I think that they, the cops were just stretched yep. to their limits. There was a, the most senior uh, senior investigating officer they could put on the case mm. was brought from Bray in County Wicklow yep. because there was nobody else in the whole of Dublin yep. or going north towards Rat Oath yep. that was available and wasn't already on. Yeah. The cases, so, but yeah, it's um, and nobody seems to be in the background shouting for it to be solved. There doesn't no. seem to be anybody speaking up for him, or you know, um. But anyway, maybe it is r- running away in the background there, and look, like no with days. this case, we'll just all of a sudden somebody will be extradited and brought before the courts, and we'll we'll see it. But there definitely has been an enormous amount of success. A lot of people that were willing to kill are yeah. now behind bars. Yeah, and of course, again,
1: with Michael Carroll, like he was ultimately charged with a, a lesser offence in regard to John Hutch. Um, he was obviously done for two attempted murder counts regarding uh, Mr. Staunton, but uh, possession of a firearm with intent to endanger life was ultimately what he was done for. 22 years is such a long sentence. 22 years is such a long sentence. So
0: What'll he serve, about 17 or 18
1: years? It, yeah, so something like that, yeah. you know, and he's obviously... And he's 37. Yeah. Well, no, I think he's, is he older than that? Um, but he has served obviously a good period of time on remand already. So that'll be knocked off the the final tally, but it's a long sentence. It's effectively a life sentence. The only difference I think in terms of the, you know, a lot of the average, I think I've said before, I think is 17 years for a life sentence. So he will serve that number of years. Obviously if you're, you're a life sentence prisoner. You get out on licence, and you can be called back at a moment's notice. So that's the only
0: difference. But yeah. it, in terms of the length of time served, um, and his family obviously hope he will rehabilitate in prison. Yeah, um, which is obviously everybody has an opportunity to do that. Um, of course, other people don't, and they'll sort of. Yeah. Basically, the world becomes within prison. Yeah. And there's a gangs there. Yeah. To be aligned to to join up with and to just live a life as if you're on the outside without all the real things in the world
1: but I'd say Daniel Kinnan is looking at that and that's another person convicted and that's another person that's not going to be an informer if you know what I mean, so are there others out there?
0: I don't think he cares about any of the people. Do you?
1: Oh, you uh, mean no. that he won't inform on them? Well, he's done now. He's not going yeah. to get a lesser sentence. But yeah. There must. There's. He must be looking at the other yeah. people who That's aren't. That's the only behind. way
0: he could look at it. He certainly doesn't care about the no, individuals. No, no, no. Or...
1: He'd be looking at the people that are not behind bars. And think, yeah. Are one of these gonna?
0: Yeah. Take the, take the pot of gold. I wonder though, like you know. Does he have any interest in any of the Irish? I don't think at all. Oh, I tell you, it's a selfish, selfish interest. Selfish, selfish. Selfish. But I'd say his bigger his bigger problem would be some of the, yeah, you know, the connections. Say. The likes of Raphael Imperiali, a yeah. big wig like that, yeah. who's, who's gone to, I mean, whether he, in a million years, if he could beat coming back here to Ireland, if he could absolutely somehow manage to convince mm. the Emiratis that forevermore they are to protect him and forget about their... Um, their image on the international stage. If he could come back and beat the Special Criminal Court, lightning doesn't seem to strike twice. No, if you no, ask me, no. um, you know Jerry Hutch did that, but can it happen again? Very, very doubtful. Especially given the the weight of that evidence that the DPP is currently considering. Um, you know, he's 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 just his options are just. But even if all that, mm. and he managed to beat all that. His big problem is still that mm. he has on the international stage, yeah. people, people singing like canaries. Yeah. And my biggest, if I was Daniel Kinahan and I was his father, Christy Kinahan, my biggest worry would be Johnny Morris still. Yeah, yeah. I would worry about that fecker because he likes to find things in life and all he wants is to get out of prison and to get back to a bit of life of luxury with yeah. his wife. Yeah. Scottish wife they're obviously very well matched the two of them yeah. Um, and I think he is the greatest survivor of all Yeah. Um, I just wouldn't trust him no luckily you Mancunian, don't and of course as look, well. lucky you don't have to no thank god yeah, yeah. okay thanks a million thanks Nicola you've been listening to Crime World a podcast from sundayworld.com produced by Ian Mullaney and edited by me Nicola Talent. research assistant is Clodamini If you like this show and love true crime, leave us a review. Or why not download the free Sundayworld.com app for lots more stories from Ireland and across the globe. Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro?